Today is the fourth day of Christmas. It's the Festival of the Innocents. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love may have given to me four collie birds, which got morphed into four calling birds. And if you're fascinated, a uh, collie bird is a coal black bird. However, if we switch from the silly song to the traditional 12 days of Christmas, we arrive at the rather disturbing feast of the Holy Innocents, kept faithfully on the 28th of December in the Western Church, but on the 29th of December in the Eastern Church, maybe because they stay in bed a little bit longer. Who knows? Holy Innocents refer to the slaughter of innocent children by the so-called Herod the Great. The account is in the second chapter of Matthew's Gospel, verses 16 to 18. Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked by the wise men, was exceedingly angry and sent out and killed all the male children who were in Bethlehem and in all the surrounding countryside from two years old and under, according to the exact time which he had learned from the wise men. Then that which was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation, weeping and great mourning. Rachel, weeping for her children, she wouldn't be comforted because they are no more. I think it fair to include the children of Moses' time as well, who were slain by Pharaoh. Moses escaped by being hidden in the bulrushes, and Jesus escaped with Mary and Joseph off to Egypt. And so, to the awkward thought, is the sovereign God allowing the death of innocent children? It does look like it, doesn't it, in the scriptures? And if so, why? If you are at all like me, you will have been missold the message of Christianity, which is often distorted from its source documents, the scriptures. In fact, the message is at such variance with the scriptures that I talk about Christianism as a name for this anemic and impotent pseudo-faith. The truth is there for all of us to see. You and I have free will. And wouldn't we just kick up a fuss if free will was taken away from us? Except, in case if you haven't noticed, it is being taken away from us by our very own governments. Free will means freedom to do evil as well as good, and both Pharaoh and Herod pursued their own selfish agendas to the ultimate cost of the innocents and their families, and to history. Who knows what ideas, what genius, what beauty was lost through the slaughter of these children? God, at least as revealed in the scriptures, will influence history but will not interfere. Sometimes he will intervene to work out his purpose on a very long timeline. He is, however, never taken by surprise. Both the account of Moses and of Jesus are paths of what we call salvation history, or Heilsgeschichte. What a wonderful word, one word in German. Heilsgeschichte. In other words, even though the suffering is unforgivable and Pharaoh and his soldiers and Herod and his soldiers and Hitler and his soldiers will all be held to account. Even though this suffering is unforgivable, it was not a surprise to God and he on both occasions intervened. For Jesus, Joseph was sent a message in a dream 
and I quote, Now, when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and stay there until I tell you, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Bottom line, you and I and God, you, me and God, are all at war with evil. We've seen it this year, 2020, and it will continue to wage, rage, in 2021. Therefore, what can we do? Well, the interesting thing about free will is that free will gives us the power to do good, to choose good. I'm recording this on uh, Monday. Tomorrow is Tuesday, which I call Tuesday. So let's get it ready for Tuesday, where we can choose to do good. We've got somebody in the village who has chosen to be a focal point for food and other kinds of support for people in our village who have suffered great loss in 2020. She's chosen to do good. And I know that you watching this, if you watch this this far, you want to do good as well. I know you. So let's choose to do amazing things. We can step up and shine. Jesus commanded his believers to let their light so shine before other people that God would be glorified like father, like sons, like father, like daughters. Matthew 5, 16, in Jesus' very own words, red letter words, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. Thus, I share with us all a clear call to action. It's time for you and it's time for me to step up and lead. To lead in our unique field of excellence, our talents, our gifts, so that we may serve the good of our species and serve God, who is good, the Father of lights, with whom there is no shadow or turning. Every good and perfect gift comes down from him, good and perfect, not bad. If you have money, there are plenty of ways you can give to relieve the suffering of others. If you don't have money, you'll have the gift of attention that you can give to the lonely. But I believe there will be many of you listening and watching this who know of your unique gifts and talents already, perhaps even God-given talents. For you, it's time to shine, time to lead, time to serve. What about me? For decades, Van der North, founder of Buzan Centres around the world, allowed me to co-train families with her. We had many a weekend where we had the delight of leading family members in the art and science of learning how to learn. I can't think of a better time in my lifespan to resurrect this curriculum and best practice. Fathers learning with daughters, mothers with sons, co-learning as families so that our children and our grandchildren can make up for what's been stolen from them in 2020. 2020 was a famine of learning for families, and we can do something about this. God willing, I will therefore be producing learning opportunities for families who are hungry to learn, excel at study, and therefore succeed. Furthermore, I've heard news that employees are beginning to sue employers for injuries caused by homeworking. It highlights another area where adults, both employees and employers, as well as the self-employed, can take positive action. 
A decade ago, I was traveling the globe, going around the world, teaching touch typing in two hours as a way to combat a similar issue. It's called work-related upper limb disorder. When computer-based workers do not sit properly and do not touch type, seriously painful and expensive long-term damage is done. I am talking agony and I'm talking absenteeism and I'm talking loss both for the employee and for the employer. For these reasons I will also be providing opportunities for interested folks, only those who are interested, to learn how to set up their home working environment to preclude pain both now and in their future. This will include ergonomics and the practical training in how to touch type in two hours with chocolate. Oh yes. You can perceive then that this is a very spiritual and practical vlog. On the fourth day of Christmas, my message to you is that God is not surprised. He knows what's going on and that if we learn to listen to him, we may escape destruction. But we need to honour God. Now, if you go, Lex, I don't care about that. I do care about your pain. And if you don't learn to touch tight properly and don't learn to sit properly and you don't have learn to have the right light and all the, the things that make for a natural living organism to thrive, then you are going to suffer. So whether you believe in the God part or not, this is still a message for you to have a better 2021. You don't need to share my faith to escape some of the pain and loss you will experience if you don't work wisely or if your children don't make up for lost time. But if you do share my faith, be reassured that God remains unsurprised by any of this. In fact, you could powerfully argue that it has all been foretold. What you will need to do is attune your inner ear and mind's eye to his guidance. Moses escaped and Jesus escaped because their parents were led by God. This is our new birthright. Romans 8 verse 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. May you see visions, dream dreams, or have the word burn in your hearts as he opens the scriptures to you. Whatever it takes for God to keep you safe, this is what I pray for you. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be healthy, even as your soul prospers. I close with the verse of the day from Bible Gateway, ideal for those of us who are feeling wearied by uncertain times. The verse of the day is Matthew 11, verse 28, and I've added verse 29 as well. Jesus says, again, the very words of Jesus, Come to me, all you who labour and are heavily burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. I said that was how I was going to conclude. I'll just conclude with a little funny thing as well. Um, throughout history, in the medieval era, the, uh, the festival, the Feast of the Holy Innocents, was celebrated by beating children so that they would realise how lucky they were. Thankfully, that died out in the 1700s, probably literally. Um, the Catholic Church nowadays makes it a festival for merriment. May you have a merry day to day with your children. If you've got children or grandchildren around you on this festival of the Holy Innocents, may there be joy in your homes 
and let's make a commitment to our children and our grandchildren for 2021 to help them catch up on all that's been stolen from them. Amen.